Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi, and welcome to the RPG Show. My name's Brent. I'm your host. This is the show we rate, review, and talk about RPGs. Today, we have an awesome show planned for each and every one of you, but first, let me introduce you to my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Nick, late December, back in 63, Ganner. How you doing, man? Oh, what a night. Speaking of which, I have a story I'll get to in a minute, but how you been this week, man? Uh... Been okay. Just been going hard at this research paper I got to write. So. It sounds pretty interesting. Just tell me about it pre-show. Basically, it's a oh, fiber optics, right? Yep. That sounds way interesting. Oh, it totally is, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, but we're going to harken back to uh, some of the older shows for a minute because I have a couple interesting stories to tell that I haven't told here on the show yet, and I keep meaning to. But I'm definitely, definitely telling him right now. Are you ready for this shit? Because I think um, I, I might have told you both these stories already. Oh, okay. Well, it depends on what they are. So let's hear. All right. Well, so all right. Let's just say there are times when I'm working in which I need to kill time before, like, I tell my boss that I'm done and go home for the day. So um, I was like, I was in a in a part of uh. I work in a few shady cities, we'll just say, you know, we'll leave it at that, and I decided to go to the local GameStop, which is, uh, the one there is, uh, the one I'm talking about is never, there's never people in there, like, there might be two people, I've, I think I've maybe seen two cars parked out front, and, like, they do no business, and I walk in, and there's this chick behind the counter, and she's she's trying to, like, do her work, and there's only one other dude in the place, and let me just paint you a picture, okay? Sandals, cargo shorts, t-shirt, buttoned up like pattern shirt, but not like buttoned up, like you know, get what I'm talking about. Glasses and a motherfucking typhlosion tattoo on his calf, okay? This guy's a real winner. Grade A. You get what I'm saying? Like the epitome of a neckbeard. I uh, no, he was clean shaven, like he was trying to be a baller. I guess I don't know. And he is, I guess he's trying to flirt with her. I don't really, I couldn't really tell. Because, I mean, he's talking about these games and she's like, blah, don't tell me I'm spoiler. He says, well, it's not really a spoiler. It's in the manual. And it's like, come on, bro. Not cool. But when I walk in, she looks up. She's like, you need help with anything? And I'm like, nah, I'm just looking around, killing some time. So I go over and I'm, you know, I'm looking at just shit. Like I'm just picking up boxes, reading the back of them. Cause you know, I'm trying to kill time before I tell my boss I'm done. And about 10 minutes goes by and he is still going on. Like I have, it's taken every bit of like concentration in my brain hole 
to ignore this guy because he is the kind of obnoxious that infuriates me where it's like when I say somebody talks too much and like needs to shut up, then you know it's a problem because I like to talk a lot. So there you go. Um, but 10, 15 minutes goes by and she looks up. She's sure. Uh, I can't help you find anything. And this time I'm like, okay, she's just trying to get away from this guy. So it's fine. I'll talk to her. I'm like, yeah, I got a couple questions on things. I think I asked her what like a used PS3 is running for. I've asked her if she had played a couple of the couple games that I was looking at. And so we talked for a few minutes and then I'm like, you know what? I got to go. It's time for me to, to head on. I'm a boss. No, hey, you keep cutting out uh, that might be you. I'm not cutting out to me. I don't know. Oh, well then. Cause you're getting kind of robot-y. Um, beep, boop. Beep, boop, beep, boop. And, um, so I'm on my way out and I hear dude, man, fucking winterific Steve over in the corner go, I bet he doesn't even play video games. Like, what the fuck? Really? I mean, I, granted, I was in my whole, like, my salesman garb, so I had, like, the polo with the Miller Lite logo on it, and, like, uh, you know, I, I business casual, I guess you'd call it. I don't really know what you'd call it. But, I don't think call I look... uniform. Yeah, I don't think I, I look like the type that wouldn't play video games. Like, I don't get... Cause I'm, I don't think, like, nowadays... Everybody pretty much plays a video game in some form or another. No, I agree. Like, I agree. And, like, that's a weird thing for him to say. And it it, it fucking boggled my mind because I never thought he'd be said about me. You know? Like, it's not like I'm in there with not some ripped dude. I'm like, no. I'm, like, fucking overweight. I mean, I got, like, I got a fucking D20 tattoo on my arm. Like, what do you want from me? I mean, I'm not sporting the fucking rocking ass Typhlosion like you are. But, Jesus. I don't know. It really weirded me out. Uh, I just thought I'd share. Because that was... Totally blew my mind. Story number two. Is related to our little karaoke session. On the last episode. Okay? Oh, God. Now, for that entire week. I had that goddamn song stuck in my head. Everywhere I went, I'm humming fucking... Oh, what a night. All right? So I buy the song from Alexander's and I put it in my rotation. You're, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. I put it in my rotation, just you know, the work I'm, uh, music I'm listening to, I'm driving to get it out of my head. And I was in one of my more, um, how do I say this, impoverished neighborhoods, uh, where it's the kind of neighborhood where I always get looks when I'm there, um, like you know, I get you know yelled at oh, all the time. You doing your white boy looks. Yeah, no, I mean, I get yelled at when I'm there a lot. Like, I'm not, I'm used to people, like, hollering at me. But it's it's my job, you know, it takes me in, you know, some of the weirdest places in the, you know, ever. And I'm pulling up to my first stop, and I notice everybody's looking at me, but way more than they normally would. Like, normally it's, like, three or four people eyeballing me when I get out of my truck and walk into the store and that kind of thing. And this time, everybody was looking at me. And so I'm like, why the fuck are they looking at me? And I pull up and realize, first I realize that song's playing. Oh, what a night by fucking Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. And it's really loud. Secondly, I realize the window's down. Okay. And then number three, I realize I was singing along. Like just in the moment fucking singing, singing my ass off, pulling up to this little uh, corner store 
all these fuckers looking at me. So I just kind of like turn it down, roll the window up, and get out. I'm like, hello, gentlemen, and just walk into the store. It was the most awkward experience I've had in a very long time because it was like, whoops, busted. That's not a that's not a song you want people to roll up next to you at a stoplight and look over and see you just like jamming out to. Like it's not like I'm singing Redneck Woman or anything, but it's pretty close. You what? know. What's wrong with that song, man? Well, there's nothing wrong with the song. We're allowed to like the song. It's a good song. It's a catchy song, but it's just it's you can't it's one of those songs you can't look cool singing. Like I mean, who gives a shit? You're never going to see these people ever again. I see them all the time, Nick. Two, three times a week, actually. Well, that means next time you're going to go back to like, playing some hardcore, fuck the police or something like that. No, 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 no. no. I go back playing Spice Girls. That's my plan. Just full on Spice Girls, see how they handle that. All right, all you, right. How do you think that'll work? You think that'll work? Um, well. But see, I'm going like, to be, I'm gonna be like, jamming that. out like I'm listening to some hardcore thrash metal. Like I'm just be like, like rocking the fuck out to some Spice Girls. That way they think I'm crazy. Like that fucker's crazy, you get me? Like I'm just gonna go okay. way out the left field. I I don't know. That's I I just deal with it. I don't know. Um, but now we're done with that. We'll talk about the game we're supposed to talk about, and that is Digimon World. This game was published in 1999 by Bandai for the PS1. It was released January 1999 in Japan and May 2000 in North America. Okay, now. A lot of people picked up this game, especially in North America, and they're like, where the fuck are the people from the TV show? Like, because the game plays and is presented to you nothing like the television show. The only connection, I think, is like you're on File Island and like there's, um, you go to Mount Infinity. Like, these are things, these are some loose connections. And of course, the Digimon are the same. Um, you don't have access to everyone that there is on the show, but, you know, there are a lot of repeated names there. Um, but this game actually was released before the TV show, at least in Japan. Um, this game was released, uh, the TV show was released March 1999 in Japan, but it was released in August 1999 in America before the video game came out. But, little known fact, uh, it's probably a well-known fact, but not everybody knows, Digimon's actually based on a Tamagotchi, like, Gigapet style thing before it became the animated series that people became familiar with in the States. So, um, and those things came out in 97. So that's why this first game way more than two and three play a lot. Like a, it's a essentially a glorified Tamagotchi pet. Like, I mean, we'll talk more about that in gameplay, but that's essentially like the gist of this game. You follow me? I definitely agree with you. Does it, I mean, does it make a little more sense as to why it doesn't, play like the like you 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 don't see like tie you don't see none of that shit in the game like now that you know it's based on the the tamagotchi yes but um i have more fun with the tamagotchi <laughs> yeah because like you carry the tamagotchi and it's a little screen it's got four buttons i mean come on i mean there's there's not a whole lot of investment there you're not sitting down taking up time to do the thing it's fair, fair. um we all know how you feel about this game and not everybody knows how I feel yet, but I'll talk about that in a minute. And we're going to do something new. Yes, for people that are familiar with a lot of podcasts. This is something that's not new to the podcast world, but I'm, I'm going to take it, and we're going to use it here because it can be funny. Okay, um, he's stealing other people's ideas. Oh, whatever. There's not an original idea left on the internet, okay? Let's be fair. Um, there, I'm pulling some reviews from Amazon 
because this is uh there's there might be a lot of discussion in this game about the negative so i felt the need i would pull the crazy positives off of amazon reviews first one is a five stars by k egerton in 2000 and he says this is the ultimate game the coolest game ever because it's kept so i gotta yell um your mission is to raise and train your own digimon and save the digimon digital world by returning digimon who have lost their hearts to file city there are days, years, many new Digimon, elite Digimon, at least from the ones I know, and awesome battles. It's a million times better than Pokemon, and you won't get tired of it either. Only one flaw: there's no mega level Digimon. If you're hoping it's like the TV series, don't hope. It's nothing like it, but it's still awesome. If you like Digimon and own PlayStation, I'm not yelling that. Just buy this game right now. Plus, I implore in parentheses, strongly encouraged. Since we didn't know what implore meant, he's got to describe it. All right? Thanks, Kay. I don't think this is a review for the word implore. It's a review for Digimon words. Get your shit together, Doc. You also <laughs> got to buy the game guide. It'll oh, help uh, you a you, lot. You too also buy. Yeah, I'm trying not to, like, I'm trying to grammatically enhance his uh his thing here. It will help you You're a... You're undercutting the effect of the uh, skit, then. I will help you a lot! I read some reviews that say that it would be a pretty cool game, but when I first played it, it blew me away. Wow, five stars. All right, that was the longest one. The other two are really short. Next five one. stars, amazing. Come on. <laughs> it does say amazing. He said it's amazing. This one is uh, by Customeron. I a Customeron. A Customeron. Whatever, dog. No, it's a customer. There's on. Oh, there's the spaces are weird. A customer. So his his username is a customer. Wow, what a baller! All right. I actually I think it's pretty ingenious. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Digimon World takes 32 bits and exploring to make an ingenious game. Don't think that's a word, bro. Unlike your Pokemon treatment, unlike Pokemon, your treatment of your Mon will decide its growth. The other run around and fight is well used as you cannot control your mon feeding and the bathroom make it all the more real at least rent it you may like it five stars sounds like a five star endorsement to me i don't know about you and the, my favorite this is my favorite i found this is from david okay david left this and david is hype okay he says it rules graphics 100 percent. strategy 100 percent. gameplay 100 percent. sound 99 percent Backgrounds, 95%. Boringness, 1%. Unboringness, 100%. Five stars. Fucking David. You're I'm sold. David, you're a crazy son of a bitch. Okay, like, I don't even understand what the fuck he's talking about right there. But that's how the internet feels about this game. Not really. Actually, I think it's sitting around like a 50%. Um, slightly below, like... Somewhere yeah, in like there. At release, it got like two out of five, two out of fives and shit like that. And right now, it's like a, it's sitting at like fifty five or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a very it was a uh, it got middling reviews, but we'll see what we think about it. So first up, like we always do, we break this down into gameplay, story, visuals, music, overall experience, and replayability. And up first is gameplay. Now, like I said before, this gameplay is like a very a glorified Tamagotchi pet. Essentially, you're given a Digimon. You have to feed it. Let it poop. Which you let it poop a lot. So much so that, I mean, just 
right there all the time. That's all you hear is just all the damn time, dude. It's just poop. Like this is a pooping simulator 2000. All right, this is fucking game. It's legit. So then, then you get to battle them, but you can't control them. So um, until their intelligence gets higher, like it's, I don't even know. It's not really controlling. It's just giving commands, I don't even like know. suggestions. Like, hey, I think you should attack, or hey, you should probably well, use it. I mean, eventually you get to tell them which techniques to use, and they'll use the technique. And as long as they're disciplined high enough, they should use it immediately. Um, I I don't know. But it takes forever to get to that point. I don't know how to explain this game without just it's. They took a Tamagotchi. Gave you multiple levels and like some recruitment and battle mechanics and put it on the PlayStation. Like, I don't really know how else to say it. Um, you have, you're basically going around recruiting Digimon who have you know, sort of lost their hearts. Like they, they are disenfranchised with the whole Digimon city thing. And that's basically it. It's essentially you're rinsing, repeating your leveling your Digimon. Cause essentially you got to you get stats by fighting and by training and your Digimon has an age limit. So eventually it gets old and dies and you start over again from, essentially a digitama an egg and that's it you do that over and over and over again until you've recruited all the digimon and then you go fight the last boss and then that's it like (laughs) i mean do you have anything else any other way to describe what you do nick um sure I'll, i'll give you an analogy imagine that you go to work and you go to work, and you get work really, really hard, and you only get paid for half the work that you do. That's Digimon. I don't know. Essentially, you spend half the game leveling up a Digimon, and then they just die on you, and you spend another half the game leveling up another Digimon to make any progress. Like, well, I felt... To be fair, um, the way the digi- Digivolution process works is based on your stats, your weights, um, and time spent, you know, you digivolve to the next level. And early on, it is very slow. This game is on a, like, I would say a curve. Um, so, like, starting off early, it's like, uh, you get you, you know, you can knock out everybody in the forest there and then get a couple of surrounding areas. And then at that point, like, you know, you could probably do all that with a rookie Digimon, but after, anything past that really, you do need... A champion Digimon and that's the longest form of Digimon in the game is your champion form and it's I mean sometimes you can get an ultimate but that requires a lot of work you have to really be aiming to do that um, to make that happen before the Digimon dies now as the game goes on and you spread further out you unlock a few things that help you first off um, you get items that enable you to both sleep and Use the potty in the wild, okay, so you don't have to go back so much. You can stay out and, you know, 
do things with your champion Digimon for longer without having to come back to town to, you know, use the bathroom and sleep. Or find a toilet in the wild, which exists. Um, then you also get access to the, um, like there's a sl- slow time zone where you can battle train, essentially, um, at a much better reduced rate. You also get access to secret training areas, which are much more effective than the gym and the city. And you also get Digivolution items. So all these things, as you sort of pass that 40 to halfway point, sort of speed up the rest of the game. So like once you get to the point where you're picking up Digivolution items, you can buy Porty Potties, you have fast travel. All these, As you unlock all these things, the game really takes off in speed so much that like the last two, three zones can be completed super fast. Like even if your Digimon dies and you got to start over, like you can boom get to a, a workable level to do your thing in an incredible amount of time. But that first fucking 30-40% of that game is rough. Because shit can kill you. It will kill you because your Digimon's retarded. It doesn't know any techniques. It doesn't know this, that, or the other. And it just, like, you have to keep going back for it to potty. And then, like, you're you're not, you know, you're wasting time. Oops, he pooped in the wild now. You know, there's some shit, and you make too many mistakes. Then you get, like, a the Poopymon, the Nanimon, not Nanimon, uh, Numamon. You get Numamon. Um, like, there are inherent setbacks that are super punishing early in the game. Um, and it's a real uh, marring tone on the experience. Um what would you like to add about the gameplay, Nick? Um, well, I mean, you, I guess you covered most of it. There's just there's negative aspects that I can flout, but uh, I don't really, I don't really know if I should. Go for it. Tell me, like, you you play uh, you play bad cop, I'll play good cop. All right, that'll be first. Mm-hmm. Um, like essentially. I don't know, it just rubbed me like the wrong way with the whole like your Digimon dying. Because I felt like they could have just done that any other kind of way and it would have been better. Like mm-hmm. um like hell. Like you have your Digimon die or something, but leave like part of it behind so that you can fuse some stats into the next yeah. Digimon or whatever. Yep. Or hell, just be give it an uh, a stat cap depending on what digi evolution you're in, and then let you de de digivolve and then re digivolve whatever to your heart's content. Um, that way you're not wasting as much time as you could potentially be by just losing all your progress. Mm-hmm. And yeah, granted you get all these shortcuts and everything um, later on, but by that point it's going to be a struggle unless you unless like those reviews said you're a hardcore Digimon fan. Uh, it's going to be. It's gonna be a struggle getting through that shit. Like, well, you'd have to be a hardcore Digimon fan of the the Tom, like the 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 little virtual pet. Like, I mean, I, this game has no affiliation with the TV show. Like, unless you just like Digimon, but the Digimon personalities don't even really come through, except in the ones you recruit. And some of those are just weird. Like, I mean, you don't really get an inflection of any particular character's personality. Um, well, that's the same thing applies to Pokemon games. Like, they don't attached to the show at all like the show uses some of the like some well, of the you, characters. See, you you see this you see the trainers like the trainers are the same 
most times, almost all the time. You're fighting the same trainers. Um, like, I mean, and they don't really give, um, at least in the Pokemon TV show, at least from what I remember, it's been a long time since I've watched uh, Indigo League, um, that, like, the only real Pokemon they give character, there are very few Pokemon that they give character to. Like, and those are just to be main characters of the show. But you see the same trainers, you see the same Pokemon. Like, I mean, even your character looks like Ash, you know? So, this is not even close. Alright, fair enough. So, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, and it can be, it can get tiring, really. Um, it, that first, that first hump, because, I mean, from somebody who's beaten this game more than once, I don't know what's wrong with me, um, once you do kind of get fast travel and you've got porta potties and you've got autopilots and you've got um, all this stuff, like the game does really speed up. Like that last half of the game is 150% time uh, times more fun than the the first half because um, like it's not it's not the same level of chore to get back to a, a serviceable level. And you can, you know, at that point you're like, yeah, I want to go instead of getting a, you want, you want to go for a very specific Digimon at that level. It's super easy. Cause you know, you, you can go to one of the secret training areas. You can fast travel there. You can, you know, knock it out. You've got um, bits to spare. So, I mean, you've got to, you know, you're not struggling to keep food, um, that kind of stuff. There's, there's struggles aren't there. So it's, it's more of a streamlined process and, you know, um, it just works better than, than, you know, like, Oh, I got to make sure I get my food. I got to hunt for food. I got to do this. I got to do that. You just kind of do what you want and everything sort of is going to work out. Okay. Cause you have a way to get around things. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Cause I mean, early in the game, like once you get to that midpoint where you've basically cleared out the native, uh, native jungle, um, tropical jungle drill tunnel, um, like those areas, then you start like once you tr- you're trying to get into the Great Canyon or the the Dino Zone to recruit those characters. Some of those guys have four like Bergermon and um, Great Canyon that ha- gives you fast travel has like like five k fucking health, and that's a lot. That's a lot, and she is hitting for an inordinate like just absurd amount of damage. So essentially, you are going to take the majority of one cycle of a Digimon to train them specifically to get through that zone. And you will do that two or three times, like a full cycle to get through one zone simply because you can't get your power level where you need to do those zones unless you invest like the entire life of that Digimon doing it almost, or you got really lucky on some, some stat chips or, or techniques picked up when you're training. So it just, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, and I've said this before, so if you should, like, the game should be accessible and fun from the get-go. Um, not, like, the game becoming what the game should be at the halfway point is simply unacceptable to me in most cases. Um, but this was developed and produced by Bandai, not by, you know, somebody who had any sort of video game experience, I think. I mean, Bandai's probably put out a couple titles, but not, like, they. that's not their gig, you know? 
right? Even nowadays, I think they're more of a publisher than a developer. Yeah, so I mean, they just didn't want to let that Digimon money go, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I guess we ought to give it our reviews. What are you giving it? What are you giving? Uh, what do you have to say? Your final thoughts on gameplay and your score for it? Um, well, I'd give it a one point five. I'd say it's it's less fun than Monster Seed. Ooh, in the game. I know that's really bad. Like, because. <laughs> At least I had control over my character in Monster Seed. Like I may not have control over the monsters, but at least I had control of my character. Um, and I didn't have to waste time leveling up a monster only for it to die later. Like they all well, died. But well, yeah, they died because just using them, they died. Well, yeah, but you you get eggs and then you just make a new one. Like right then, you just make a new yeah. one. It's, it's already at its final form, if you like will. You take five minutes, maybe. In this yeah. you, t- you take like you can spend two hours, mm-hmm. like just leveling up one Digimon. Yep. And then, like, unless you're following a guide, you're like, oh shit, I fucked up. We got the wrong one, the one that I don't want. And then you gotta do it all over again. Um. And like, and if you if you text skip like I did, because I just stopped caring about anything that anybody had to say, then you're gonna be lost. Oh no, there's no guidance. There's I mean, you can talk to um there like as you progress there are more and more people in the city that'll give you on hints to where to recruit more Digimon, but like that first third, you are on your own, Jack. Like there is very little given to you. So And nothing like you could go you could go recruit like that first the Kunemon. Uh, well, you go Agumon, yeah. then Palmon, then Kunamon. It depends yeah. on the, well, the way I mean, you like, go around. You can go, you can just walk right up to him and trigger a fight without knowing how strong he is, and then bam, you're dead. You're like, yep. oh, well, like, yep. fuck, that just happened. Because you just went from fighting something that kind of kicked your ass to, like, oh, well, here's another thing. Let me find it. And then you're dead. Yes. Like, I mean, it, and the difficulty is all over the place on some of those encounters. Like, you'll run into something that has an absurd amount of health or an absurd amount of speed. Where it's just like two attacks, and your guy he's charging up attack, and he's getting nailed. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So. And I don't feel like they did an adequate job explaining what everything does before you're expected to use it. Like, mm-hmm. especially with training, like, or even hell, even making your first Digimon. Like, Agumon is so much better than uh, Gabumon. Mm-hmm. And like, if you get Gabumon, you have you're fucked pretty much. Like, well, you're not fucked, but you are at a severe disadvantage because you only have one shitty ass melee attack. Mm-hmm. Instead of the fire, the pepper breath you get, well, fire breath you get from um, Agumon, which is a ranged attack, decent amount of speed, low MP. It's the one you want. Exactly. And there's also um, times where you can you can be ganged up on if you accidentally touch a Digimon when there's another Digimon around it. Then it's bam, it's a two for one, and those you might as well just run away hard. because those are always hard. Those don't get like, easier. Unless unless you've spent the entire time training and your dude is max stats or something like that, then you're just gonna you're gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah. And it's mostly a lot of it maybe it was explained in the manual, but most of it felt like just unexplained to me and you're kinda of just thrown into it and expected to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You like, kinda are. I think the core gameplay in the game isn't so much the like I mean you've got like they're like three 
prongs to the gameplay in this game, and I think it's raising your Digimon, battling your Digimon, and exploration. Like, they want most of the game simply to come from you walking around, talking to everybody, exploring while taking care of your Digimon and watching them Digivolve, which makes for a kind of a boring game when you think about it. Well, it's a novel concept, but they implemented it poorly. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Like, I'm, like I, I haven't looked anything about the other Digimon worlds, but I'm assuming they do the same kind of process, but no. it's way better. No, it's the, the second and third games are essentially like you have a party or you have one that you switch out in battle. You have more active control. It, it is more RPG-like than this game. Okay. They are more RPG and less Monster Seed, if you follow me. Okay, I gotcha. Um, so, like... I mean, and I think in the, I don't remember if you have multiple ones in the second one. I, I played very little of the second one, but I know in the third one, at least you have like a three member party. Like they're following, like they even have like the little uh, train effect where your characters run around. You got your three Digimon running behind you and that kind of stuff. Like, um, that's pretty nifty. So they're, they're, they're vastly superior games. Um, but this place does, this game does hold a, a special place in my heart because, you know, I played it a lot a lot as a kid, you know, when um, just the the concept of, you know, doing stuff and having something different happen every time was a novel concept instead of the way, you know, we look at games now where you, you go in with a goal in mind, you want to get to this thing, you want to do this thing, you have these objectives, you know, and this game is kind of counter-objective, if you, if you ask me, like, it's like... Eh, you're better off just kind of leisurely playing through it at your own pace instead of going in it trying to beat it, you know? Um, so my gameplay score is a 2. Now, um, it's because, you know, 3 is average, you know, and this is below average. It's not, it's not Monster Seed level garbage to me. I think it's more enjoyable than Monster Seed. Um, but, um, yeah, 2. Okay. Uh, next up is story. There is none. Move on. Kidding. Uh, there's a well, little bit. You get sucked into File Island, and then you yeah. rebuild the town, and then oh no, Analog Man. He's actually the guy behind all the scenes, and you got to stop him. Yeah, and he's and got a machine, like, machine Dramon. You fight the Machine Dramon, and then you basically you can go like there is sort of stuff to do after you beat the game. Like you go back to Gigimon, and you can talk. Um, like you go to like a. Um, like an other world kind of thing and recruit more Digimon battle higher level Digimon. And like there, if you didn't do beetle Island or beetle land, um, you do that post game. Um, there are a few things to do after you beat the game, which sort of reinforces my, uh, stance that it is like, it's just kind of meant, it's not meant to be played to be beaten. You're kind of just supposed to play it, you know, which is weird. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the story. You get sucked into the digital world um, after you see Greymon or Metal Greymon fighting with a. Um, it's not a Gearmon. It's like the little bomb guy. I can never remember his name. And your character gets sucked into the digital world. You're on File Island. You meet Gigimon. He's like, all right, these these people have blah blah blah. And you got to go around recruiting them. You increase prosperity levels you find out new things about the island blah blah very little though nothing impressive and then you sort of get to um the last area where you find 
course, Analog Man, which is a guy who thinks all Digimon should be slaves to humans. And you're like, no, they're friends, and you fight him, and blah, blah, blah. End of story. That's the story. So, Nick, what are you giving story? Um, I'm giving it a one. Man, that's 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 crazy because that's what I'm giving it. A solid one, like basic. Like there is. If I could give it a zero, I would. Yeah, it's there's nothing. There's no story there. Um, the only story comes from the fact that it's Digimon. So the story sort of comes from what you already know about. Digimon from external sources. Some of it's explained in game, like the difference between virus and data and all this stuff, um, like that kind of thing. But it's there's nothing. There's no substance substance here. There's it's nothing. So, all right, visuals. What'd you have to say about the visuals, Nick? Visuals are pretty fantastic, actually. Oh, really? How so? I like, uh, well, the the kind of isometric view mm-hmm. with the. It was like almost hand-drawn graphics for the background, something like that. Yeah, a lot of pre-rendered um, backgrounds going on. Yeah, it was. It looked it looked great. Like the animations were pretty solid. Um, the like they, they, I think they did get a pretty good job representing each Digimon as they should be represented, at least the ones that were put in the game. Um, I mean, I, I have no qualms with the visuals. They're pretty good, like especially for a PlayStation One game. Like I was playing it, and I wasn't like. Oh wow, these graphics are pretty shitty. They're still okay. No, I felt like it was a uh, uh, above average attempt to jump into sort of that that halfway 3D ground we got in the early life of the PlayStation. With um, and a lot of the pre-rendered backgrounds, you're right, looked awesome. Um, like a lot of the additions onto um, the main city were uh, seamless and looked cool. Um, just the overall aesthetic of the island and each of the individual zones is really cool because I always kind of like the digital world in Digimon anyway because you'd be going through a jungle and there's like fucking vending machines stuck in trees and stuff like that, like weird stuff. I think it's cool. Yeah, it um, just adds character. Um, there are a few problems I had where um, like sometimes it's hard to tell what something is, especially um, like toilets. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, that's the toilet? Wish I had known that before, before I ran back two zones to get to a toilet. Um, stuff like that's a little a little weird. Um, some of the um, perspectives on some of the maps make it difficult to sort of, because with the pre-render background, some of them are almost flat angle. So you're looking straight at the character where there could be something behind the character. You don't have that good 3D isometric tilt. Like, some of the, like, it varies. Like, the degree you get varies sometimes so um i had some problems with that but other than that um i also thought it was pretty solid some of the um the 3d models of the digimon were all very distinctive um it does suffer from the i can interact with that because it's obviously not part of the background like it suffers from a lot of that um but that's just the thing a lot of medium that like animated yeah yeah, I mean, it's just... But that it's a result of a cheap process. I mean, if we're going to be honest about it. It's yes, not... It's not... It is not. It is a normal thing, but it is also a result of a mediocre attempt to do something, so... But what did you get it's the visuals, really Nick? Uh, I said four. Four? All right. I'm going to give it a three. Um, because it felt about average, about run-of-the-mill. I had there's some problems. It looked good, but, you know, it was nothing over the top. Now, um, 
Now on to music. Before we talk about music, I want to talk about the awesome sound effects in this game. And by awesome, I mean the worst fucking things. First off, when you win a battle, he does this. Every fucking time. Every fucking time. And that's that's right after your Digimon finishes up this really terrible roar. With like, row, row, and then he goes Yata. Every single time. Single time. And then like... uh. Every time, There's like the constant sounds of footsteps. Yes, everywhere. Doot, doot. It's the same foot too. It's not two different feet. It's like do 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 do, and like every time a a digit changes in a thing, it's just like ding 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 ding. It is, it is absurd. Like and you get a lot of poop sounds. Like you get a lot of that. So they you gotta listen to them eat, and then they'll wait for them to roar to be happy. Like oh god, the sound effects were. They hurt me. They will haunt my soul. They will, especially now that I have Yata on the soundboard, so I'm going to use that often just to piss off Nick. Um, and the shit sound, because why not? Yeah, because I can. Uh, no, I... <laughs> maybe later if you ask nicely. All right, so... Let's talk about the soundtrack. Now, this game made a very interesting choice in that sometimes there is no soundtrack like this. You just get this over whatever you're doing. Just bird noises. Nothing going on. I mean, and then that's very that's very mellow. Like, I mean, there's nothing. Like, I would have no problem with that sort of being a constant thing, except for you do get zones like this, where it is nonstop noise, but it's the same four fucking sound effects over and over and over again comprised to make a background ambient track. And it is crazy sounds like do you hear this this is worse this is terrible imagine that for an hour you're fucking grabbing boxes of dirt carrying them to the door and coming back all to the sound of this for two hours it's maddening sounds like at work i know it sounds like there's a construction zone right i i get that that's the point but you know that's kind of the thing right now there, they did have music. That's fine. But some of the music, and I think we're going to learn about the type of songs that I really hate right now. Because I have two examples of songs that really just got on my nerves. First up is Ogreman's theme. What is this? Is it fucking carnival? What are we doing here? It's like a demon carnival. It's like, I don't... What what instrument even makes that noise? I I don't know. Some synthesizer noise. And then another one is one I heard often because I actually love this mini game, but it's the curling sound. Like when you're playing curling in your city, this is the noise it's making. It starts off kind of catchy, but after about hour four, you will want to burn your eyes out, shove them into your ear holes, and vomit vag blood. Because this is a thing that happens. Where, where, where are you ingesting vaginal blood from? It just came out of me, like you know, my inner vag. It's right, right behind. It's right behind my baby hole. But that's the curling soundtrack. Now, but and the, like a lot of it also feels kind of a generic. But I did run across one thing, and I was every time I heard this, I'm like, am I in the Wii shop? Am I, like, looking through virtual console games right now? Because right now? you nobody, anybody out there that owns a Wii 
Cannot tell me this does not sound like the the shop to the Wii U, okay? Or the Wii. I feel like I'm making a me right now. Like, it's insane. I, don't know, I haven't played a Wii in fucking ages, so I can't tell you. Just... I mean, I get it. It feels very, like, uh, item shop appropriate. But it also feels like I could be playing Animal Crossing. Like, I really don't know where they got this track. Like, and it seems like a lot of really weird titles have this kind of music for the item shop. Do, like, do like item shops in Japan play elevator music when you're in there? Like, is that what's up? I don't know. Somebody tell me. Okay. But there were a few sort of gyms, right? Now, they still weren't the best sound game uh, songs ever, but... So they're more like polystyrens? Yeah, I mean, they were enjoyable. Like, I found them to be pleasant surprises in the sort of overall... Yeah, you get what I'm saying. The first, This is from the Gear Savannah. Now, the, um, I don't know, I kind of dig it. Kind of stringy. Coming with a little whistle or something, a little flute. I don't know what that is, but it's kind of cool. Like, I like it. And then, um, also, Mount Infinity. Because when you start to get towards the end, shit gets kind of real, like, hardcore on you for some reason. A little real uh, electric rocky. But that's, you know, par for the course, if you ask me. Because, like I said, these these tracks are okay, but they're also very, uh, same-ish. Like, you know, you would expect to hear this out of another game entirely. Mount Infinity, yeah. And this one would have got more annoying if I spent more time on Mount Affinity. Yeah, break it down. All right, and then of course the final boss battle theme, the Shinjima battle. Your typical fast-paced uh, rock ballad. I mean, you see it all over the place. It's not bad. Like it's, it's uh. It's all right. Like it's not atrocious. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't burn my ears. But it also feels like a very generic final boss battle theme. Would you agree? Yeah. Like not nothing there kept with me at all. Like, yeah, nothing in the game. I, I like I walked away without remembering anything from the soundtrack. Yeah, it's because you're covered up with sounds of him stomping, your Digimon pooping, and him yelling Yata. All the damn time, and like roaring. I mean, so and the roaring. Oh my god, the roaring and the the wicked wicked noise that enemy uh, monsters made when they run around. Because you also get their stomping when they move around on the screen. So it's just nonstop footsteps. Like it's crazy. So it's crazy. You no, know, I never checked. Is there a way to like change the volume settings? Um, I couldn't tell you. It'd be cool right. if you could turn off sound effects. Right, that's what I was thinking. Like it, all this time, it bothered me, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I could turn them off." <laughs> that's an excellent question. I would pull up the game and check, but it's probably gonna be a while before I pull this game back up because I think my my end time invested was oh, it was over forty hours. And now I know I didn't stream record all of it because, like I said, I have two different setups. I have the setup downstairs in the living room, big TV, comfortable couch, and I've got up here. Upstairs in my computer in the half unfinished attic. So it is a lot easier for me to get comfortable down there 
in play for extended periods of time than it is for, for me to get comfortable up here and play for extended periods of time. And I have to be up here to record. That's just the way it's going to be. The laptop downstairs does not have the the power or the bandwidth to stream when I'm playing. It doesn't have the hard drive space for me to you know record the video while I'm playing. So, I mean, I, I want to try and be better about it. Like, let's see if I can't make things a little more comfortable up here for me to do that because I like doing it. Um, I thought it was interesting talking to people when I was playing and that kind of thing. It's just uh, when I don't have to worry about is the stream working, are people talking to me, that kind of thing, when I'm playing, um, I can move a lot faster and, you know, concentrate on what I'm doing. So apologize about that. It's I'm going to keep, you know, keep watching out for me to, you know, sometimes I'll do it, sometimes I won't. I can't make any full-fledged promises on that yet, but it's something I want. The best way to find out is to uh, follow the Twitch stream. That way you'll get emails about it. Yep, that or um, on Twitter. I, I I do put it up on Twitter whenever I'm going live. So, but um, yeah, and, and you know, it's just something I want us to get better at. It's just gonna take a little time getting used to. And you know, I have a when the baby comes, it you know, it might not even be in the realm of possibility because I might have to be getting up so much. I don't really know how that's gonna affect things yet, but we'll see. Um, so I'm giving the music for where there was music. Okay. Cause the, they did use music sparingly in this game. There wasn't everywhere. Um, I'm giving it a three because I'm, it just felt average. Like it wasn't above average. I wouldn't say it was necessarily below average. Um, it was just somewhere in the middle. Like it was very forgettable. What about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a two. Um, I would have preferred everything to just have been bird sounds. Because that sounded a lot better to me. But it's not like I could hear much over the sound of fucking everything else going on in this game. So yeah. if they, like, quality, not quantity. Like, if you get rid of all that bullshit, no, nobody cares about the sounds of footsteps. No. Nobody no. cares about roaring after every fucking battle. Like, maybe once in a while, like, if you, like, you whoop some ass, like, you just, like, trounced whatever you're fighting. Like, you barely took any damage. You finished it in, like, five seconds. You think it's like, fuck yeah, I'm a boss. Then it roars. Then yeah. have more of an impact. Then after everything you fight, it's like, rrr, rrr. and you guys like, yata, yata. Like, go fuck yourself. That's what. That's how I felt about it. So. Yeah, um, I think it'd been better if they only did it when you leveled up. Like that would have made sense to me. You know. Okay. Yeah. Or well, you know what I mean. Oh, like like when you, Yeah, or when um. Like, uh, like you beat like a, a recruitable Digimon, like one like that, like they could have made okay. bigger fanfare about it, but the little bullshit that you're just kind of mowing through and sometimes not mowing through, um, that you didn't need all that fanfare for that. I don't think, um, now on to overall experience. So I'll go first. Um, just overall Nostalgia is a big part in this game for me, and I'm trying to look at it from not a nostalgic point of view. Um, and I would say overall the experience with the game is subpar because, to be honest, that last 20 hours or so in the game, 25, I was having a fuck ton of fun because I could just lovely died you know i get him to a decent point stat wise then i boost him straight to a champion or an ultimate with a with an item and hit up a secret training spot 
for a little bit, and then you know if I boost him to champion, then he's got enough lifetime left in him to digivolve to an ultimate that I can go around and wreck face. Like I mean, and like there was there I wasn't I didn't have to worry about um, you know taking him to the shitter. Like I just I just had an item in my bag. Anytime a little bubble popped up, I just hit it and it was done. You know, like it was it was playing the game, and that I had fun with. But the first thirty you know, 25, 20, 25, 30 hours was miserable. Like it was, it was, uh, I felt like I was wading through like, a, you know, uh, like maple syrup. Like it was just so slow. And, you know, I got some comments on the Twitch room when I was playing. That's like, you know, you, you, you gotta go recruit things. I'm like, yeah, not if it's going to kick my ass. Like there is a distinct level of danger involved at every step and the um, the punishment for failing is so severe. Like you lose items, like you get a care mistake, and you know those sort of things prevent you from you know digivolving. Like there's a like you lose a ton of happiness and discipline, and you know you know a couple w- mistakes, and you've got a um, a Numamon, and it's ridiculously difficult again because you're now your champion is worthless. It's terrible stats. And terrible techniques. So, I mean, it's just you're kind of uh, stuck. So, overall experience, I'm not going to give it a one, but I am going to give it a two. Um, it, it probably deserves a one and a half, but the fact that I kind of know what I'm doing and kind of helps a little bit, and, you know, it's Digimon, man. Like, come on. I used to watch that shit after, after school every day on PBS, so. It's getting a two. All right, Nick, what do you got for me? Oh boy. Uh, all right. I feel like if you're a child, you would enjoy this game immensely. If you've got nothing else to play, like this is like if you literally have nothing else to do with your life right now, you may enjoy this. If you're aching for some game to mm-hmm. play. Uh, but honestly, I feel like child me would have thrown this shit in the trash and gone on to play a real game. Um, like, oh god, it was—you don't understand how difficult it was for me to play this game. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh shit. So All what, right. what's Nick's? What Nick's saying? It's the big ol' right there. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, it's a pile of shit, pretty much. Um, the only saving grace was that. I did like Digimon growing up, mm-hmm. uh, so seeing some of the characters on Digimon like fighting and doing things was kind of cool. Um, but like, I'm not a fan of monster raising games at all. Like, I don't like Pokemon. Like, I I liked Jake Cocoon a little bit, but that was more it was more RPG than monster raising. How about Monster Rancher? Uh. My problem was whenever I rented Monster Rancher, like I could only get like the same four or five monsters because my CD collection is kind of sparse. Um, so, uh, like that turned me off from that too. Um, yeah, if I if I ever played this again, again, it'd be because my life was on the line. Like <laughs> you would either like die or play this game or like somebody's wow. gonna die if you don't play this game that's like i'm if i never touch this again it's too soon i'm giving it a one wow all right that's cool that's cool um replayability now as far as 
replayability in this game. Like, this is a weird thing for me to rate for this game because the game is essentially you're replaying itself over and over again. Um, so, if you enjoy the gameplay, then yeah, you have replayability there because you just start over because you're already sort of doing the same thing. You know what I mean? You're just getting shortcuts to make it a little bit easier. So, like, if you like the game, then the replayability would be super high because you're into that rinse-repeat play style. But for sort of the genre as a whole, for what we do, I think it's kind of low because you kind of already have to experience everything in the game pretty much with the exception of maybe um Beetleland and um some of the stuff after after the game ends to to beat it like i mean you you might not get all the medals um there are some medals and you might not get all the cards or you know you might not um you know get all the digimon but you're sort of already experiencing everything there is in the game cuz i mean there aren't a lot of techniques tied to very specific digimon you could theoretically get most all of them just by training and intelligence over and over and over again, letting them die and training intelligence and like just farming intelligence farms. Like um, you could technically get all the techniques. So um, I don't really know what to give it for replayability. I think um, I would give it a three. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's just like, it's not going to punish you for playing it again, but it's not going to reward you. It's just kind of, it's there to play again. You know, you're coming in with the same, there's not, yeah, just three. Not just, I just, I got nothing else to give. <laughs> it's a three. I would give it a three because, like, there is no, if starting a brand new game offers you nothing, it's actually a detriment. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, you can pick up the game. Like, you could stop playing this game for five years, come back to it, pick it right back up, and it's like you're playing it from the beginning all over again, even if you're at the end of the game, because yeah. it's the same mechanics. Yeah. Like, like you said, they recycle the mechanics over and over again. And in, um, a, and in a game, it's a game that its basis is almost trial and error. So I mean, you just get more time to have trial and error. I don't. <laughs> like, as long as you're taking notes, yeah. or something like that, then you should like you can collect everything, get all the medals, whatever. If you either take notes or use a walkthrough, but it's going to be a pretty hefty time investment mm-hmm. uh, because as, if you're not safe scumming, any little thing could accidentally happen. Like you could be walking around training your dude, like getting fights, and then it suddenly has to take a shit. And then all of a sudden, it digivolves. Walt has to take a shit. Bam! Care mistake. You're like, are you fuck? Are you kidding me right now? Like, this is like I was doing everything perfect, and then you get fucked over by the RNG or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's lots of, lots of frustration to be had. But if you're up, if that's up your alley, then go for it. Yeah. So three. All right. Time for quick fire questions. I don't have as many as I do last week. I couldn't come up with any more. If you have quick fire questions for our next review, please send them in um, to the contacts we will list at the end of the show. All right. Favorite Digimon, go. Well, my favorite Digimon's not in this game. It's Rogarumon. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, man. I was always a sucker for Angemon. I don't know why. Like, I think he's a badass. I don't get it. I mean, Omnimon is pretty cool too, but there's something about it. Like, I always liked werewolves as a kid, so where Rurumon was kind of my, my go-to. Not War Greymon? You didn't like War Greymon? Like everybody seemed to when I was a kid? No, like that's just, he's got too much going on. He's like, 
like half cyborg or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he is, but like I'm all really about weird. that natural. Was that? It was yeah. His character was really weird. It's like it's the key to everything. Like I don't get it. I didn't care for it. Yeah, and like it felt like it was a mix. Like isn't it a mix between like Agumon and then Gabumon or something like that? Um, I don't remember. It's been a long time. Like I thought it was a like when Greymon and Tide Digivolved together. No, maybe it, maybe it's Greymon. I I wow, I don't remember. I don't know. It's it's been too long for me too. So I mean, I watched the first season to kind of get like pumped for this, but that's you know the first season is not very long. Those episodes are like twenty minutes long, man. So I'm I don't know. Um, and Angelmon's pretty rad because he's powerful, and they didn't they didn't pull him out every five seconds like like they do with with anything Greymon did. Like as soon as Greymon got more powerful, you would see him every episode. Like you saw Angelmon maybe twice a season. So I don't know. Favorite zone. Mm, I guess I go with Dark Lord's Mansion. Oh, that place is pretty cool. I give you that one. Um, I liked the Ice Sanctuary because I liked that you had to have a a data Pokemon, a Pokemon Digimon to go in there. Like I thought I that was pretty cool. It's dumb. I don't know. I liked it. Like oh, you can't come in unless you have some arbitrary thing. Like sorry, just means you can't. Now come you have in. to redo your fucking Digimon all over again. Yeah. At least more time. Yeah, Yay. you can you can go work on another zone. Like there's no, it's not a. You know, it's pretty open to where you. But go unless you like you following some kind of guide, like you don't know how the fuck to get a vaccine, Digimon. Yeah, I get you. Like, does, does somebody tell you? Like, I didn't. I stopped just. I stopped just talking to people. Like, well, I just went to. It's just a type. Group. It's a type. So I mean, you don't do anything specific to get it. It's just a matter of if your Digimon's that type or not. I mean, All right. So, Fair enough. Whatever. All right. Analog man, man. Or genius. I say genius because yes, let's enslave all of Digimon and make them do our bidding. I mean, I can't deny that he's got to have some type of intellect to be able to do that, but like that's that's kind of a shitty plan. I mean, like, I can he can he take them out of Digiworld? Like, can he take them out of there? The Probably, maybe. Because if you can, then, I okay, think it's cool. implied that that's how. Uh, uh, Metal Greymon and the other guy were there. Well, I thought they were just in the other dimension thing or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Eh, whatever. Shitty All right. villain. Definitive. Monster Seed or Digimon World? Is this, would you rather play either of these again? Yeah. Which, what, what do you prefer more? Monster Seed. Uh, Digimon World, man. Monster Seed. I don't think I can do Monster Seed again, bro. Monster Seed was rough. Even though I think this might actually have lower scores now than Monster Seed. Uh, you know, Monster Seed was early and, you know, much earlier. Like, we've played a lot of good games. And it's just like, this is, you know, it's like I'm, I'm giving more realistic scores now. Now that I've sort of gotten my groove, what I'm looking for and what I, you know, I, I you know, what I, what level I expect for each number. Oh, I agree. Um, so, like, if we revis- uh, revisited Monster Seed and redid our scores, like, I'm pretty sure mine would be a lot lower than they were. Um, that I, I, still, I still enjoyed playing Monster Seed more than I enjoyed playing this. I, I just can't see it. I mean, at least, I guess Monster Seed did have, like, so shitty it's funny dialogue. Like, you could laugh at while you played, like, I guess. 
I don't know. I just I thought a lot of the monster designs were kind of cool too. So. I don't know. I'm still going with Digimon World, so there you All go. Right. One out of ten. How easy was this game to masturbate to? I'm answering this question, Brent. You got to. It's the question. That's the main character is a child. Okay. Then it would have a low I'm score. Not going to the Jared, Jared Fogel territory here. Even giving it a score implies that you try to masturbate to it. So. Do you try and masturbate to everything? No. No, I, no, I don't. Yes, you do. Dude, why gotta air my laundry like this? Because you 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 started. You should just gave it a score, and we would have moved on. God damn it. One. All right, that's what I gave it as a one. Very hard to masturbate to this game. Like it just keeps like you like you hear a poo noise, and I'm not into scat, so I mean it just kind of turn off, you know, just go away. It's All right. Got some beast roars if you're into bestiality, though. You said you had a pretty solid tip and trick for this game, tip and or trick for this game. What do you got for me? You already ruined it. You talked about it during the uh, the review. I did. There's a whole just like training uh, your intelligence to get skills so you can actually do attacks. Oh, uh, I thought you. I thought you were just gonna tell me that your tip was not to play this game. Oh, that's right. Damn, I totally forgot about that. Like I was being legit serious for a minute. Oh you know, god. Tip number one, most important thing: save yourself. 40, 50, 60, however long you you may have to invest in this game experience and just play something else. Nah, um, I've got a few for you. Uh, never leave home without A, one autopilot. You want to bring sure, make sure you bring plenty of porta potties um, as well. Also, there is, like you said, pick the choices to get Agumon in the beginning. What else? Oh, if you're not going to follow a walkthrough, I recommend having a piece of paper, like, draw yourself a map, okay? And mark where the toilets are, because until you unlock porta-potties, those camera mistakes are really going to bite you in the ass, so you got to get them to the toilet. Now, this is sort of cheat-level territory, but it's not. Um, when you are in uh, Freeze Land, okay... There are Mojimon uh, in one of the areas. Two of them, in fact. One of them will trade you a speed disc for a digit anchovy. So essentially, you fish up a bunch of digit anchovies, or you can. Um, there's a easier way to get them. I don't. I don't remember right off the top of my head. And then you go to him, and he will give you the speed disc for every anchovy you give him. However, this if you do too many, it will glitch the game, and you will freeze your character in place unless you have an autopilot. So you trade him out, you get stuck, you autopilot back home. Now you have a fuck ton of super speed discs, which sell for about 2,000 bits to the vendor, or you use them for super speed disc stuff. Um... And I'm pretty sure there's a way to trade... The other one, you can trade medium recoveries for super de- defense discs as well. Which um, is a pretty good trade. Um, that's that's about that's about not all I really got for you. Um, if you're not going to follow a Digivolution guide, then what I would say to you is try different things every time like um it's gonna be kind of hard to document what you're getting because unless you know um 
because sometimes there's some weird things that will affect Digivolution. So, um, you know, just try different things. Like, if you want strength this time, go intelligence this time, intelligence speed, intelligence defense. Like, try different things. Um, but always make sure you, you know, take them to the potty and feed them on time and let them sleep when they're tired. Because care mistakes and being underweight are the two easiest ways to get bad Digivolutions. So, as long as you stay on top of the, the, uh, the virtual pet stuff, then the Digivolution kind of won't punish you too bad. Uh, there are some that are less optimal than others, but the difference th- that you'll notice will be minimal. Like, as long as you're not getting uh, Numamon, you're fine. As long as you're not getting him, you're probably okay. Uh, with the exception, I think maybe there's a couple that might be kind of shitty. And don't use the items that Devimon sells you. Um... It will go poorly, because I think they all shorten your your Digimon's lifespan. So unless you're going to fight the last boss, like don't, never trust Devimon. He's a, he's a he's a twat cake. I don't really think I have anything else as far as tips and tricks. Can you think anything, Nick? Because I mean, there's not a whole lot to the game, really. I mean, not really. Like the only thing, really thing I can think of, like you said, is just keep track of your stats or something like that. If you're trying to figure shit out for yourself, otherwise follow a walkthrough or some kind of guide, something. Okay. So now we have to talk about what we're playing next. And I told you I wanted to play a Super Nintendo game that you had not played. Is that right? Is that what I gave you? That is correct. Well, you actually you said either a Super Nintendo game or a game I haven't played, okay. and I combined them both. Okay, so what options have you presented me with? Um, I'm going to have you choose between Secret of Evermore and Paladin's Quest, which was, I believe, Retro Cal's request. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me about those. Um, shit, you know I haven't looked this shit up. Well, uh, I had Secret information for you, and you just went straight to Digimon World, so I'm trying to help you. You're supposed to try and, you know, give me information here. Uh, I believe Secret of Evermore plays sort of like Secret of Mana, mm-hmm. from what I can see visually. Um, like, I guess it's the way it works is, like, you're, you and your dog, like, walk into this laboratory or something like that, and, like, you mess with some kind of machinery. Uh, I think you might be looking for somebody, but, like, the, the mad scientist there made something weird, and then you get, like, sent back in time. Uh, you got to find your way home. Okay. I think is the way that that storyline works. I think I'm probably way off base, but uh, Paladin's Quest. Shit, what did Retro Kell say about it? Uh, I he didn't say anything about it. He just said that or Fancy Star when he's giving talking to Glenn. So I mean, I don't really know okay. what you're talking about. Uh, well, from screenshots, it looks like a like a. Like I think very it's a Dragon Quest clone, I think. Yeah, and like high, like super high sci-fi. Okay. Not like high fantasy, but like high sci-fi. Like all of the. Okay, it's got a very phallic-looking cover, doesn't it? Um. It's the one that's got like the blue beam. Yeah, upside down. Whatever the fuck that is. Is it a castle or some shit? I have no idea. Looks like a giant space penis. Uh. Well, okay. Sure. It might actually be like a floating castle or something, but we'll go with a giant space penis. Okay. <laughs> Um, like the color, like the colors are all pastel like, which is different. Um, and I, I was, I was actually doing some research on this. There's, um, like temporary party members you can get like mercenaries. Okay. 
um, that you could like recruit and sub in, sub out wherever you want. So you can kind of have a customizable party. Um, and then, how long are these games? Uh, let's look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. Because, like, I you know, I could have, I could have the. Oh man. Kind of the baby, so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Secret of Evermore main story twelve hours. Um, main plus extra, whatever the hell extra is, fifty one and a half hours. What? But then also, if you're completionist, twenty eight hours. So. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like these things are all over the place. I don't even know how to interpret that information. Like, because that means the game could be twelve hours, or it could be forty hours if you're bad. Or if you want to find everything, apparently, do everything, it could be 50 plus hours. But, yeah, we tend to want to do that, though. I have no idea what the hell, like, I don't know what extras are in that game. Like, hmm, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. It would take some research. And then Paladin's Quest says it's about 27 hours. 27 hours, okay. Yeah, but only one person's played it <laughs> and posted their results, looks like. You said Secret Evermore is more action-based and Pound's Quest is a turn-based game? I believe so. Because I think from looking at the screenshots, it plays. It looks almost exactly like Secret of Mana. Okay. I think it'll go with Paladin's Quest then. It's been a while since we've done a turn-based game, so I'm feeling turn-based. Okay. Well, so Paladin's Quest it is. Okay, before I pull this up into the outro, I've got uh, two things I'd like to mention. First off, uh, like as the user, I'm going to shout out our... Um, our buddy Retro Kello over on the Is It Worth It podcast, along with Derek and Don on the uh, Retro RPG show. Now, or Retro RPG podcast, sorry. And I recently started listening to um, a new couple guys, and I, they're only on episode like three or so, and I wanted to give them a shout on the show because they have a really cool concept. And the concept of their show, um, the name of the show is Playing With Power, and essentially what they do is they go through each issue of Nintendo Power and sort of discuss the games in it, and the magazine, which is, I had a decent collection of Nintendo Powers that I inherited from a cousin. I had them for a little while, and I gave them away when I was a teenager because I didn't see any value in them. My mistake. Um, but it's a really cool show. Um, of course, they've got, you know, growing pains to go through, as does everybody. We're still going through growing pains. So, um, But, hey, if you're into, like, old games, you can check them out. So, let me pull up that beautiful, beautiful ska music. There we go. That's it. All right. You can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. Don't go to rpgshow.com because that's about wigs and shit. We don't want that. It's therpgshow.com. There you can see episodes, blog posts, blah, 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 blah. Also, one thing that's cool there is our forums. You can just click on that forum link and I'll take you right there. Me and Nick posting there all the time. Thank you, Anderson, for joining the forums and talking to us. There's a big, long discussion about Final Fantasy Tactics there. You can email us at podcast at therpgshow.com. Follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Like that, say it like that? Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. That's right. But for real, check out those farms, bro. Please. We're lonely. I love you, Anderson. Smooches. <laughs>